Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss, and I'm continually encouraged night after night to remain in my Creator, which in turn has helped me to grow in so many ways, even as I sleep. And I hope you find that same encouragement as well as you listen. And you can have full access to all our sleep stories, commercial free. Just text the word ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the Abide app. Just text ABIDE to 22433. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Hello, I'm Bonnie. Thanks for joining me tonight for Sleep Scriptures. As we hear Paul's first letter to Timothy in the New International Version. Paul was a mentor to Timothy. So when Paul found out that leaders in the church in Ephesus were spreading false teachings, he sent Timothy to deal with these corrupt leaders. Paul sends Timothy this letter to instruct him, saying that these leaders were speculating about the Torah and had developed bad teachings that weren't consistent with Jesus' teachings. Paul calls Timothy to hold meetings to pray for peace, which could make it easier for Christians to keep spreading the message of Jesus. Paul calls out the bad behavior of some men and women in the church. He says they need to grow in their theological education then Paul appoints people of character and integrity as leaders instead of these corrupt leaders Paul gives specific instructions on how Timothy is to deal with all the issues caused by the bad leadership of the church Paul again calls Timothy to confront the corrupt leaders who betray Jesus teachings about simple living they all should submit to King Jesus the book of first Timothy shows us that what a church believes will shape how it lives a church should be known for its integrity and its service to the poor out of its devotion to Jesus as King first Timothy chapter 1 verse 15 says here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst Paul saw himself in complete need of God's grace like these false teachers he used to be proud and his sins were severe he can only credit the grace of God for saving him Paul uses these words to encourage Timothy by reminding him that they all share a common Savior. Let that truth sink in as you let your imagination lead you into rest by focusing on Jesus as the Savior of all. Visualize yourself lying in your bed. Then, let your mind expand outwards to see your house and your neighborhood think of all your neighbors whom Christ also died for now continue to expand your view moving from your town to your state and then 
country and the world recognizing that Jesus came to save us all let's pray dear God the King eternal the only God thank you for your grace given to all of us sinners your son Jesus came into this world and died for each of us for each person we argue and debate with for each person we compare ourselves to and judge he came to save me the worst sinner of all thank you and thank you for your word that it is for our benefit it is for the benefit of this child who is listening now speak to their heart as they rest in you let the truth in these scriptures give them insight into how they should live fully submitted to you King Jesus so they can glorify you to the world around them forgive them for their sins and the times they missed what your word is all about use these scriptures to build them up into a person of character and integrity in the name of King Jesus amen first Timothy 1 Paul an apostle of Christ Jesus by the command of God our Savior and of Christ Jesus our hope to Timothy my true son in the faith grace mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord as I urged you when I went into Macedonia stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer or to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies such things promote controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work which is by faith the goal of this command is love which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith some have departed from these and have turned to meaningless talk they want to be teachers of the law but they do not know what they are talking about or what they so confidently affirm we know that the law is good if one uses it properly we also know that the law is made not for the righteous but for lawbreakers and rebels the ungodly and sinful the unholy and irreligious for those who kill their fathers or mothers for murderers for the sexually immoral for those practicing homosexuality for slave traders and liars and perjurers and for whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine that conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God which he entrusted to me I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength that he considered me trustworthy appointing me to his service even though I was once a blasphemer and a 
persecutor and a violent man I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief the grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst but for that very reason I was shown mercy so that in me the worst of sinners Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life now to the King eternal immortal invisible the only God the honor and glory forever and ever amen Timothy my son I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you so that by recalling them you may fight the battle well holding on to faith and a good conscience which some have rejected and so have suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme first Timothy chapter 2 I urge then first of all that petitions prayers intercession and Thanksgiving be made for all people for Kings and all those in authority that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness this is good and pleases God our Savior who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all people this has now been witnessed to at the proper time and for this purpose I was appointed a herald and an apostle I am telling the truth I am not lying and a true and faithful teacher of the Gentiles therefore I want the men everywhere to pray lifting up holy hands without anger or disputing I also want the women to dress modestly with decency and propriety adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or gold or pearls or expensive clothes but with good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God a woman should learn in quietness and full submission I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man she must be quiet for Adam was formed first then Eve and Adam was not the one deceived it was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner but women will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith love and holiness with propriety first Timothy 
chapter 3 here is a trustworthy saying whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task now the overseer is to be above reproach faithful to his wife temperate self-controlled respectable hospitable able to teach not given to drunkenness not violent but gentle not quarrelsome not a lover of money he must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him and he must do so in a manner worthy of full respect if anyone does not know how to manage his own family how can he take care of God's church he must not be a recent convert or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil he must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap in the same way deacons are to be worthy of respect sincere not indulging in much wine and not pursuing dishonest gain they must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience they must first be tested and then if there is nothing against them let them serve as deacons in the same way the women are to be worthy of respect not malicious talkers but temperate and trustworthy in everything a deacon must be faithful to his wife and must manage his children and his household well those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus although I hope to come to you soon I am writing you these instructions so that if I am delayed you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household which is the church of the Living God the pillar and foundation of the truth beyond all question the mystery from which true godliness springs is great he appeared in the flesh was vindicated by the Spirit was seen by angels was preached among the nations was believed on in the world was taken up in glory first Timothy 4 the Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron they forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods which God created to be received with Thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with Thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the Word of God and prayer if you point these things out to the brothers and sisters you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives tales rather train yourself to be godly for physical training is of some value but godliness has value for all things holding promise for both the present life and the life to come 
This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all people and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. 1 Timothy 5 Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. Give proper recognition to those widows who are really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn first of all to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents, for this is pleasing to God. The widow who is really in need and left all alone puts her hope in God and continues night and day to pray and to ask God for help. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. Give the people these instructions so that no one may be open to blame. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for those their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever no widow may be put on the list of widows unless she is over 60 has been faithful to her husband and is well known for her good deeds such as bringing up children showing hospitality washing the feet of the Lord's people helping those in trouble and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds as for younger widows do not put them on such a list for when their sensual desires overcome their dedication to Christ they want to marry thus they bring judgment on themselves because they have broken their first pledge besides they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house and not only do they become idlers but also busybodies who talk nonsense saying things they ought not to so i counsel younger widows to marry to have children to manage their homes and to give the enemy no opportunity for slander some have in fact already turned away to follow satan if any woman who is a believer has widows in her care she should continue to help them and not let the church be burdened with them so that the church can help those widows who are really in need the elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor especially those whose work is preaching and teaching 
for scripture says do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain and the worker deserves his wages do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses but those elders who are sinning you are to reprove before everyone so that the others may take warning I charge you in the sight of God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to keep these instructions without partiality and to do nothing out of favoritism do not be hasty in the laying on of hands and do not share in the sins of others keep yourself pure stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses the sins of some are obvious reaching the place of judgment ahead of them the sins of others trail behind them in the same way good deeds are obvious and even those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden forever first Timothy 6 all who are under the yoke of slavery should consider their masters worthy of full respect so that God's name and our teaching may not be slandered those who have believing masters should not show them disrespect just because they are fellow believers instead they should serve them even better because their masters are dear to them as fellow believers and are devoted to the welfare of their slaves these are the things you are to teach and insist on if anyone teaches otherwise and does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching they are conceited and understand nothing they have an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy strife malicious talk evil suspicions and constant friction between people of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it but if we have food and clothing we will be content with that those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs but you man of God flee from all of this and pursue righteousness godliness faith love endurance and gentleness fight the good fight of the faith take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses in the sight of God who gives life to everything and of Christ Jesus who while testifying before Pontius Pilate made the good confession I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ which God will bring about in his own time God the blessed and only ruler the King of Kings and Lord of Lords who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light 
whom no one has seen or can see to him be honor and might forever amen command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in wealth which is so uncertain but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment command them to do good to be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share in this way they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life Timothy guard what has been entrusted to your care turn away from godless chatter into the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge which some have professed and in doing so have departed from the faith grace be with you all God of all I pray for this beloved child tonight meet them now in their sin meet them with your grace I pray that your grace will fill their hearts as they sleep tonight let them feel the weight of your grace for all people help them to be a light in the world one that shines your love let them be the example of your church showing the world that your people are people of integrity without hypocrisy pride or vanity and with love for all and service to the poor out of their devotion to Jesus as King it's in his name I pray amen allow this key verse to sink in even deeper first Timothy chapter 1 verse 15 here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst these words are trustworthy Jesus came into the world he came to save sinners I am a sinner you died for me you died for all in our sin I accept this to be true fill me with your character more and more as I continue to abide in Christ Christ 